welcome to Crackin' Crime. I'm your host, Jamie Tilson. Co-host, Seth Tilson. <laughs> oh, man, it's been too long two since we've we done... Two weeks? Three weeks? Three weeks. Yeah. As per usual, we've had a bunch of other stuff going on. So, we're here now. That's all we can say. Yep. That's all we can say. Yeah, that's all we can say. Like, say something else. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> So, again, as per usual, go check us out, social media, everything. Everybody that's been checking us out there, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Um, had some people comment this week that they started um, listening from the beginning, and they've been enjoying the podcast very much. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much. So, like us, share us, give us five stars, wherever you're listening to this podcast. You know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to your podcast, make sure you give us five stars. Make sure you leave us a comment. It helps the algorithms, pushes it, gets it out there to more people. <clears throat> I don't know. We're having a blast doing it. What do the algorithms mean? Algorithms? Yeah. Um, dude, I have absolutely no idea. Yeah. It's a fancy word. I like it. It sounds good. Yeah. Every time you say it, I'm like, yeah, yeah, algorithms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, so algorithms, I, I don't know. I don't even know, but it's... The more people listen to it, the more people like it, the more people comment, then for some reason the it pushes it up higher and then it makes us more visible to people. That's what we want. I like it. <clears throat> it's not what algorithms means, though. It's not what I... Oh, okay, no, you want to know? <laughs> Circle around. Didn't fucking tell me nothing. Um, it's a process or a set of rules to be followed in calculations or other problem-solving operations, especially by a computer. I think we've been using it wrong. <laughs> it's not. Examples. Um, common examples of an algorithm. Um, the recipe, <laughs> recipe for baking a cake. Uh, the method we use to solve a long division problem. The process of doing laundry. Those are all, and the functionality of a search engine. Boom. I'm just as Ask and answer. As I was before. What's that? I'm just as confused as I was before. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. All right. So I wanted to tell you a story. Um, <laughs> um, about my dog. Mm-hmm. All right. So. I have a little mini dachshund, and Seth knows this, but I'm letting you guys know. So I've got a little mini dachshund. You guys have heard it in a couple of the episodes where he's running around in the backyard and he's barking. Yeah. So. <laughs> he's one of those people. He has yappy dogs. I have a little yippy <laughs> he's dog. He's a yappy yeah. dog. So yippy dog. <laughs> it's driving us crazy, but what do you do, right? And so, anyways, <laughs> I... Got him a shot collar. Have I told you anything about the shot collar yet? No, I just, last I heard, <laughs> that angry neighbor was yelling at us when I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to Carney. I get the smallest shot collar because his neck is tiny. This shot collar is still big, right? So mm-hmm. it's, it's rather large on his neck. <laughs> but it's the smallest one they got. And this one's got like an auto setting and blah, blah, blah. Anyway. So he doesn't like to listen, so I think a shock collar, and then it's got a vibrating function on it. So my thought was I'll turn it on to the automatic mode, 
and then there's one through seven. But auto mode is like it's supposed to be like it senses the bark and then it does a really low shock. And then as if, if he keeps going, then it progresses and it gets worse. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So I put it on automatic. This is the first time he's ever worn it. He doesn't know anything about it. Um, I don't know anything about it. I just put it on him. And um, I go to set him down to, for him to go out the door. And I don't know if he started to growl or what. as Because usually when he goes out of the house, as soon as he leaps you know, over the little tiny, uh, for the sliding glass door, mm-hmm. as soon as he leaps through that threshold, he just starts like, like I'm bad, right? He's big, <laughs> yeah. and then he starts to, he lets out a couple barks to let the whole world know that he's on his way out, mm-hmm. right? Well, I didn't take that into account. So, <laughs> I put it on him. I put it on automatic. I no more than set him down. He jumps through the threshold and he's yelping. <laughs> and, and he just runs and then he just stops and he's just standing there. I feel horrible, right? So I run over to him and I'm like, dude, and he just won't move. He's just standing there, won't move. So I turn it off. It's, it's not on and all anymore. I bring him in the house, but I want him now to know that this mean this is for barking. So that shock was for the barking, not because you went outside. <laughs> so, so now he's standing in the living room, won't move. <laughs> I'm yelling. I'm like, come here, dude, come here. And he's just looking at me, but he won't move. He refuses. So, so we try to like. Show him. You pick him up. You move him a little bit. Like, see, you can move. It's not going to get you anymore. Still wouldn't move. So then we try, like, slowly walking against him and then making him move. And then he would move, but only when you're, like, helping him. Otherwise, he wouldn't move. So finally, I take it off. And I'm like, poor guy. I mean, he's just horrible, right? So we then waited, like, the next day. Put it on, but don't turn it on at all. Just put it on him because now he needs to get used to wearing it. Mm-hmm. And then we can turn it back on when he's doing. So it does. I mean, it takes a couple days of like he wears it for a few hours. We take it off. We put it back on. Then he won't move. But then he's starting to get, you know, starting to get a little bit used to it. So now he's moving around. Well, now he's out back and he's playing and he's barking because that's what he does. He just runs around. And if, if a leaf moves, he's like, yep, 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 yep. And he, you know. <laughs> So, I'm in the house, and I can hear him barking, so I go outside, I put the collar on him, and I start it on vibrate, okay? He's still barking away, and I'm thinking, just the shock, a vibrate, he would know not to bark anymore, right? It doesn't help, so he just keeps barking like crazy. So, I go back out there, I turn on automatic. No, 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 I turn on one. He's barking, he's barking, nothing. Well, it wasn't tight because you have to have it a little bit snugger. Jacob, I think, had put it on, so it was a little bit loose. So I go out there, and I snug it up a couple little, you know, uh, like two little uh, holes. Holes, yeah. And now I'm sitting inside. It's on one. And he starts to bark, and then now it's just whining, whining, right? He's he's yipping. Like, he's yelping pretty good. It, it, it bit him. All right. So I'm like, okay. So I go out there, I grab it, I try to turn it, but now he just doesn't want this thing around him at all anymore, right? He's all scared again. So 
I, I turn it. You use a little coin on the bottom side and then you turn it. So then I had turned it and I'm, I thought it was back on vibrate. So I come back in the house and uh, <laughs> all of a sudden he starts to yelp. And then he now is running and then he's yelping more and then he's yelping more and then he's yelping more and he's, I mean, it sounds like an old lady is screaming out back. (laughs) I feel so bad. I'm running out there. I'm trying to get, but it's hilarious at the same time. Right. Anyway. So I run out there. I grab the thing. Well, I had turned it. It was in between vibrate and automatic. So, I think it was just it was just on automatic. So then, the more he's yelping, the louder it's getting, and the worse it's going, and the higher it's oh, going. Shit. Oh my god! He was he. I, I take I took it off of him quick right right away. Right, he has no fucking clue why this thing is getting him. <laughs> it's not helping. At all. It is not helping. <laughs> <laughs> It's so dumb. <laughs> so it it I don't know. I put it back on him today, and now I'm just gonna leave it on vibrate. I'm I'm so I put it on. It's good and snug. Um, he's been zapped like crazy. I mean, I today? felt that it when it was hitting him and then hitting him and hitting him and hitting him and hitting. Um, it it kind of smelled a little burnt when I walked out. <laughs> There was nothing burnt. Okay, so like I, I checked him and he was fine. Um, I'm not. It smelled burnt though. I'm not like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor little guy. So, anyways, he's wearing it right now, and it's just on vibrate. And as you can tell, he is not running around barking outside right so now. It's working. I think it's working. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I'm not planning to turn it back to the <laughs> shock. Now I'll just leave it on the vibrate mode, and I'm hoping that. If he starts to bark, because he, I mean, dude, he barks excessive. It, it really is. And it's not like he's outside all the time. He's not, it's just, I'm sure if he's outside and you're a neighbor and you're outside, it's probably annoying, right? So anyways, but that's the. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, it was quite the, it was quite the deal. So. Oh, man. So anyway, today we are talking crime and football. That's the plan. Anyway, we got a couple of them. Obviously, the biggest crime, the most infamous, uh, O.J. Simpson. Yeah. Right? We're not talking O.J. Simpson. Someday I want to because I've always been enthralled with that case. I mean, I remember watching it live in 94 and it was... It was crazy then. It's crazy now. I've actually had some classes where people have like dived into the, cl- you know, like the interview and interrogation of him and stuff like that. And it's awful. I mean, it was it was crazy. Somehow the detectives that investigated that, they they actually like traveled around the country and put on classes like they were the best, and they did the absolutely horrible job. So mm. it was. Horrible. Anyway, but we're not talking O.J. Simpson. I really like that case. And one of these days we will do that one, but we're not doing that today. Um, but another pretty infamous case, Aaron Hernandez. Mm-hmm. Um, that is an unreal story. And it's not near as like cult classic as like O.J. Simpson. You know what I'm saying? Like he, that was, there was such 
a huge case with O.J. Simpson. The Aaron Hernandez was was a big case. Yeah, well, the O.J. one was bigger because his <clears throat> girl he killed was famous too, wasn't she? No. Oh, she wasn't. She just is. No, it was dude. O.J. Simpson was just larger than life, though. Uh, yeah. He was. Like a movie star, he was a football announcer now, and like he had retired from football, but he was like stupid rich. I mean, he was just like, I mean, up until the murder happened, it was like OJ could do no wrong. I mean, he was just on top of the world. For and I'm talking from like from high school. Like he ended up going to college. He wins the Heisman Trophy playing college football, and then he goes on, and then he's a you know, becomes a Hall of Famer for the NFL. Uh, played in Buffalo, which kind of sucked for him. But he was, I mean, just saying because he was from Los Angeles, they go into Buffalo where it's colder, you know. But he was a superstar in the NFL. And then retires, and he's doing movies. Like, I mean, it was just, I mean, the guy couldn't sneeze. And they'd be like, here's another 50 grand. <laughs> and that's just the way that some of these guys are, you know. And he was it. He had it. And... Anyway, that's what makes that case so crazy to me is that he had everything. Everything. And they were divorced. Him and his wife were completely divorced. And then he was still so jealous of her. But, I mean, that was domestic abuse from the get-go. They had been called out there. He had been beating her up for years. No one ever charged him with anything. And then they always just left because he's OJ. Mm -hmm. And it was... it was They should have been arresting him from the first time they went to the house. And then... Um, he ends up going over to her house that night. I mean, ev- everything. Every- okay, one of these times we'll go into this because it's, <laughs> it's crazy to me. Um, but Aaron Hernandez. Um, so before we dive into all this, um, Patreon. Let's I, we, we hit our social media accounts. Let's go ahead and talk about Patreon. Um, Patreon's a great for you. Great, great way for you guys to be able to support our it's podcast. Great. If you it's guys great. like what you hear, go to Patreon, become a patron of the deal. We try to put um, some episodes on there. We've only been able to put out a couple, but we're hoping to put some more out. Um, but it's a great way to support us and let us keep making this. So we've got a couple Patreons. Uh, Mike Garcia, Sexy Mexi, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Grandma, as always, thank you so much. And then the other one that we got is... Um, Phelps Harvest it's a CBD um, good friend of ours and it's a good product so check that out Phelps Harvest Uh, I believe it's on Facebook so go check that out anyway so now let's start diving into Aaron Hernandez so he's born in 89 it's crazy I mean this dude also was I mean, we could do a quick overall, but I was thinking we dive into this one a little bit. It's a couple think? Super Bowl rings, don't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, because he played with the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. In, tied in? Wasn't he a tight end? Um, yeah, I believe he was a tight end. Yeah. Yeah, tight end. He was six foot one, 245 pounds. Went to high school in Bristol, Connecticut. College in Florida. And then in NFL, he was the 113th pick in 2010. So he only played two years um, with the Patriots. But still, yeah, I mean, he was, it was kind of crazy. So born in 89, 
again, um, Bristol, Connecticut. Um, let's see. Um, are you still there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, well, you can, Wait near you the can next add info. in. <laughs> you never like, give me anything yet. <laughs> uh, it says he was at Bristol Central High School. He played for the Bristol Rams. Uh, he was an exceptional basketball player and a track runner. He started as a wide receiver um, and then defensive end, tight end. Uh, as a senior, he was Connecticut's Gatorade Football Player of the Year. He made 67 receptions for 1,800 yards, 24 touchdowns on offense, 72 tackles, 12 sacks, three forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, and four blocked kicks on defense. Jeez. Yeah. He was also a U.S. Army All-American. So it's pretty crazy. Um, He goes to the Florida Gators. um, Does really good there. It says... uh, as a junior in 09, he had 68 receptions for 850 yards, five touchdowns. Um, he won the John Mackey Award um, as the nation's best tight end. Hmm. So, I mean, on the field, obviously, he ended up going pro. Uh, he was doing really good, so he did a lot. But um, he later said that he was high on drugs every time he took the field um, during college um uh, Meyer had wanted to remove Hernandez from the team for his chronic marijuana use um but relented after an appeal from Tebow so Hmm. oh he was during the Tim Tebow time yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense um uh Hernandez's junior year, Meyer told him that he would not be welcomed back for a fourth year. Um, So that's why he enters into the NFL draft in 2010. He apparently finishes his college career with 111 receptions for 1,380 yards, um, 12 touchdowns. So apparently off the field, he was always the life of the party, according to some teammates. Um yeah, that's what I heard too. <clears throat> Big partier, Grunk House. He liked him a lot. Him and Grunk got along when he got to the Patriots. From what I heard. Well, it sounds like he was just the life of the party. Everybody liked him. Um. But it was just the party was all that he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um. Apparently, his first year classes were bowling, um, theater appreciation, wildlife issues, and a course entitled Plants. Gardening and you. <laughs> he earned B's. Um, you should in those classes. Then he got D's. Oh, he got a D as a junior in a class on poverty. Did not complete his second attempt at an introductory statistics class. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so he goes into the NFL draft. I already said. So he, he goes to the New England Patriots. Um Ends up doing pretty well throughout his football career. Yeah, he goes into his training camp in 2011. Well, 2010 was his first year. Let's see if they just kind of happened. Uh, they had a 14 and two record. Um, 
He started in his first career playoff game and caught one pass for a four-yard gain. And then the Patriots lost that year. And then 2011... Yeah, he was in the Super Bowl. He started the Super Bowl, caught eight passes for 67 yards and made a 12-yard touchdown reception. But they lost to the Giants that year. Um, Giants always had their number. <clears throat> they did. Eli Manning. Um, was it Eli that year? I would think so, yeah, in 2011. Yeah, I think Eli. Yeah. I can look it up if you want me to while I'm looking at this. <clears throat> but anyway... Uh, so then 2012 was his last year. Um, they go into the AFC champi- championship game. He had nine catches for 83 yards and a touchdown. Um, they lost there too. So he didn't actually win a Super Bowl, so he didn't have a oh. Super Bowl ring. He mm. played three years in the NFL. Um, but it says that he was not popular with his teammates, had few friends in the locker room. Mm. Um, he seemed to enjoy being the outcast of the team. Um, How are you the life of the party if you're the outcast? Of the team. So apparently he just liked being kind of like the bad guy and the, yeah. Mm. He was, um, let's see, Brady was overheard after a game telling Tim Tebow um, that he was trying to steer Hernandez in the right direction but called him a lot to handle. Um, Yeah, he just... Other Patriots said that he was unhinged. Um, Belichick was running out of patience with Hernandez, which, speaking of all of this stuff, I, I'm not a Belichick fan. I'm not a New England Patriots fan. No, I'm not either. I never have been. Um, I'm not really an NFL team fan. Like, I, I like players. Like, some players stand out. I enjoy watching them, but I, you know... The only real team I follow is Nebraska Cornhuskers. Um, I never cared for Belichick, and I never cared for Tom Brady. But I like the Colts. <clears throat> I absolutely loved it when because I I really just didn't like Belichick. Um, so I li- loved it when they kept Belichick, but they got rid of Brady. Brady goes to the Buccaneers, and then he dominates, and that just shows that. Belichick wasn't worth a shit as a coach anyway. So it was all Tom Brady. Um, but they, anyways, I love it. I love every minute of it. That he can't win whatsoever without Tom Brady. But I used to hate Brady too. But then when he went to Tampa and won another one, I've just got a lot of respect for him out of that. Oh, absolutely. I think it's, well, and then it's kind of funny because then you have Gronk. So mm, Gronk, Gronk comes back yeah. and then they win and then Gronk retires again and then he can't win again. So that's kind of like, yeah. okay, so him yeah. and Gronk together. And I just think it's mm. funny because we know that it was the players. It's not just the coach. I think it's an overall team thing, but they just seem to love Bilicek so darn much and I just never liked him. He just, yeah. it, it, he was, anyway, not a fan. And so love it, absolutely love it that that went on, so. Anyway, because they even hear, like, oh, Belichick was running. You know, his <laughs> patients were growing. We had whatever. Right? Who gives a shit? Um, anyways, now we get into some legal issues. Dude, Hernandez just never stopped. I mean, it was just all about, like, he gets in, he's included in bar fights. Um, just always, seems like he's always, his off-the-field antics, he was just always 
the party in, led to fights, led to carrying guns in bars and being involved with shootouts and like all this crap. And he's just always with it. He's always around it, right? So it's just very odd. Um, so let's see. He says at some point he tells people that he believed that people were always trying to physically challenge him and they were always looking for a fight. Um, Acquaintances describe Hernandez as a follower who put himself in jeopardy by hanging out with dangerous crowd. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Hernandez hired two of his friends from Bristol, um, both who had criminal records. He hires them as his assistants. Um, one of them was Alexander Bradley, was his drug dealer. And then... His other duties were to calm Hernandez down during fits of rage and paranoia and to obtain weapons for him. Wow. It's a bad mixture. Yeah. <clears throat> calm down. Here's a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> here's some more drugs. Okay. Oh, hey, here's your gun. Don't forget yeah. your gun. There you go. Put that in your waistband. Let's go to a party. Yeah. Nuts. <clears throat> um... In 2012, Hernandez told his agent that he got his respect through weapons. Hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. In 2007, 2007, he's in a fight um, in Gainesville, um, Florida. He was 17. He was drinking at a restaurant with Tim Tebow. He refused to pay this bill, and then he was escorted out by a restaurant employee. Um as the manager walked away, Hernandez sucker punched him on the side of the head, rupturing his eardrum. Um, the, that was like 1.17 a.m. is when police respond and coach Urban Meyer. Um, well, then he was contacted. In 2007, same thing. I mean, same year. Um, someone approaches a car containing Randall Carson Justin Glass and Corey Smith on foot fired five shots while they were waiting um, at a Gainesville traffic light after they had left. Um, Smith was shot in the back of the head. Glass was shot in the arm. They both survived. Um, They told police that it was a Hawaiian or Hispanic male with a large build weighing about 230 pounds having many tattoos. Um, They picked a photo of her... Hernandez out of lineup. Hmm. Um, wow. Apparently, police tells um, Myers' personal assistants that they want to see Hernandez and two other teammates immediately, um, but they didn't arrive for hours. Uh, basically, they never filed charges against him for this either. So, I think they were still kind of... And then it says, no trials were filed at that time due to his 2013 arrest well that's six years later Mm -hmm. so like they were looking at him but they basically just never did anything and then when they so he's involved in another fight um in plainville massachusetts in 2011 um let's see the driver yeah basically Pulled someone out of his car, beat him up. 
Um, Hernandez was investigated in connection with the double homicide that took place July 16, 2012 um, near the Cure Lounge in Boston South End. Um, Daniel Jorge Correa de Abreu, he was 29, um, Safiro Furtado was 28, both immigrants from Cape Verde um, and living in Dorchester were killed by gunshots fired into their vehicles. Witnesses testified that Hernandez's silver SUV pulled up next to the ve- um, next to their vehicle. Um, they yelled racial epithets towards the victims, and then they started firing um, into that. Hmm. Says he was indicted. Oh wow! In 2014, he was indicted on murder charges for the killings of both of them. Um, with additional charges of armed assault and attempted murder associated with shots fired at the surviving occupants in the vehicle. Um, So they didn't kill them either. Well, then why would they call that a double homicide? Because he killed the first two people, but then he also shot the other two people and didn't kill them. So it's attempted murder for those two. Well, now, yeah, now it's saying that they did die because it was a murder. The victims' bodies were kept in their bullet-riddled vehicle as it towed away from the shooting scene. Um, no physical evidence tying Hernandez, so they messed up the investigation. Hmm. 2013, a traffic stop. Um, he was with Bradley. Bradley was pulled over. And then he tried to get his buddy out of problem saying trooper i am aaron hernandez it's okay uh, but he, his buddy was still arrested for drunk driving but the main thing um um let's see in 2013 the miami shooting of alexander bradley um it says in february 2013 several him hernandez bradley and several others visited a uh, florida strip club they rang up a $10,000 bill at the strip club. Hernandez begins to worry about two men sitting across from them, thinking that they were plain co- clothes um, Boston police officers. Um, uh, let's see, they were... It says Hernandez and Bradley had a troubled relationship at this point. Um where this Bradley claims that on February 13th, that during the same trip that they're on right now, he woke up in a car and Hernandez was pointing a gun at his face. Um, the next morning, police found Bradley living or lying in a parking lot, bleeding from a bullet hole between his eyes. Hmm. He died? No, he survived. Lost his right eye, uh, but he what did not fuck? cooperate with How do you get shot police. in the... How do you keep shooting all these people in the head and none of them die? I know. Well, he... Apparently did kill the two people in that car. Yeah, but the two people before that that he shot at, he shot one in the back of the head and they didn't die. Right. And now what he shoots hell? Bradley in the face. Darn near point blank between the eyes and then he just loses an eye. Um, Nuts. Yeah. But he doesn't cooperate with police. Um, says, but instead he sought revenge. Um, the pair would range more than, or would trade, one of the 500 text messages in the next three months, um, which included death threats and attempts at extortion. Um, Bradley was demanding $5 million to keep his silence. Um, 
Hernandez countered with 1.5 million. Um, so anyways, they then were just bouncing around. They were going to take it to court. Um, so Bradley does file a civil lawsuit for damages. Um, he withdrew his suit four days later, giving the, the two a chance to work out the settlement without the media knowing about it. Um, gee, many Christmas. Crazy. It says it February too. 16, they do reach a uh, settlement with Bradley over the lawsuit. The terms were never disclosed. Um, <laughs> my God. So I can just shoot you and, you know, we, we can just talk it out later. You pay me, I'll pay you some money. Yeah, it's it just all boiled down to money. That's mm-hmm. basically what happened is they're just like, ah, I tell you what, lost my eye, but you give me five mil and I'll be all right with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, no, this is unreal, <clears throat> dude. Um, apparently, um, he had some other instances. But anyway, let's get... So what actually ends up happening... So all of that stuff is just freaking nuts, right? Mm-hmm. But the main thing that finally gets Aaron Hernandez is in 2013 when he's charged with the murder of Odin Lloyd. So this is the this is the really the only thing that he ever got in trouble for. Everything else was maybe coming someday, but the one like almost point blank shoots his buddy between the eyes and takes out an eye, he just has to pay him a bunch of money for that. He doesn't mm-hmm. ever but, um, and, and I watched the documentaries on this. I've seen a couple. It's pretty nuts, right? Mm-hmm. And they do a really good job showing pictures and doing all of their stuff. It's, it's really good. Um, and it doesn't even freaking make sense. Like, why is he doing, I mean, he's making millions, making millions. Um, June 18, 2013, police search Hernandez's home in connection with an investigating into the shooting death of his friend, Odin Lloyd, whose body was found with multiple gunshot wounds in the back and the chest in an industrial park only about a mile from Hernandez's home. <laughs> um, the following day, Hernandez <clears throat> assured the Patriots head coach, Bill Belichick, ugh, and uh, that he has nothing to do with the shooting. Um he was still barred from Gillette Stadium. I think that, I think that they actually let him practice for a little while. I don't like when, because this what I just read is like when he was searched. But I think that if I remember right, when he like they found the body earlier, and they hadn't correlated it, so he's they're still letting him do stuff. But now the media starts to circle and everybody starts to look at Aaron Hernandez and then finally the Patriots are like, okay, 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 okay. Mm -hmm. This is too much. You can't come in here anymore. But I'm pretty sure that for a while they were still letting him. And then it wasn't until that, like, the media really started getting after everything. That's when the Patriots were like, ooh, you can't come in here until this is all taken care of. Um, So they end up it says June 26, he's charged with first-degree murder um, in addition to gun-related charges. The Patriots then release him from the team as soon as he's charged. Officially charged, they kicked him off the team. Um, and then he was indicted by a grand jury for the murder. Um, he pled not guilty in September. And then April 15th of 2015, they have the trial. 
and he is found guilty of murder in the first degree. Um, and that carries a sentence of life in prison without possibility of parole. Uh, he's also found guilty of five firearm charges. Um, they never found a murder or a, a motive for the murder. Nothing. <clears throat> they, uh... Oh, his paranoia from the drugs. I, th- I think it was. I think he was. Which is really odd because right around the same time, no, I take it was 10 years earlier. Um, so I was looking up another one. Uh, but the NFL wouldn't let, remember uh, Ricky um, Williams played for the Dolphins and he kept getting in trouble because he was smoking his marijuana, right? Mm-hmm. So he'd smoke marijuana, he'd test positive, they'd fine him, they'd suspend him for a few games. So in, it was like oh four. They decide we're done, right? You're not. You want. You're. You're choosing marijuana. They suspended him for four days. Six hundred fifty thousand dollar fine, and he's like this phenomenal running back, but he just wouldn't stop smoking marijuana, right? And so he keeps getting in trouble for it. And then they do that, and then he says, "To hell with you, I'm done." So he retires from the NFL. So instead of serving out, paying the money, sitting out his four games, he just retires. Says, "I'm done with it." Tries to come back the next year then, um, and they hadn't done good without him. And then he comes back. He shares the time with another running back. He's not quite as good, but then he still ends up getting in trouble a few more times for marijuana possession. (laughs) But he had set out his four games, um, but crazy. And Anyways, I was just reading about that a little bit ago again. And now they say that um, he's an advocate for, you know, a bunch of marijuana and stuff like that. Thinks it's great for people and... Um, I'm like, well, I don't think anybody would see that coming, right? Yeah, yeah no, that's a shocker. Yeah, shocker. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, that was just 10 years before. Now, he's doing all these drugs. I don't see anywhere in here that he was getting fined and he was getting kicked out of the NFL and he was having to sit out all these games. And, um, and maybe it wasn't just marijuana, but how how is he... Maybe he wasn't doing any drugs. I don't know. But it's absolutely crazy. So... He, it, I don't know. Maybe he just smoked a little crack, you know. Maybe, Maybe that's what he was. I mean, if you got a tooth hurting, smoke some crack. It'll, it'll pop right out. <laughs> I'm a crack advocate. <laughs> so in kind of some of the aftermath of some of this stuff, within hours of the arrest, employees at the team's um, official pro shop at Patriot Place, they were instructed to remove all of Aaron Hernandez's memorabilia, met, uh, merchandise, anything that's got his name on it, it's gone. Um, so about $250,000 worth of merchandise were destroyed. Um, everybody terminated their endorsement deals with him. EA, annou- EA Sports announces that his likeness would be dropped, um, gone. Um, like... Basically everything is just it. All of his stuff is just gone. University of Florida removes Hernandez's name and likeness from various locations at his football facilities. Like I mean, he's like he's just boom, never happened, right? That's what mm-hmm. they're all trying to do now. And then, like, where did I? F- so um, on April nineteenth of two thousand seventeen, five days after he's acquitted for the two thousand twelve Boston double homicide. He's acquitted of that mm. because they don't have enough evidence, right? Um, so this is five days after that acquittal. He hangs himself in his cell 
with his bed sheets from the window at the uh, Souza Baranowski Correctional Center in Lancaster, Massachusetts. Um, he's transported to the UMass Memorial Hospital, um, Leo Minster, um, where he's pronounced dead at 4.07 a.m. He had been smoking K2, um, a drug associated with psycho psychosis. That's because mm -hmm. K2 is, if anybody doesn't know what K2 is, it's a synthetic form of marijuana. So it's, it's, it's supposed to be like an incense, but then people were smoking it and it was it getting high. Oh, it doesn't. I have, <clears throat> I've tried it once on accident. Didn't even mean to. Like I, I used to smoke marijuana when I was younger and, um, it's just I had a, there's some people that asked to use my pipe at the time and they smoked some out of it and then I put my weed like it was gone from what I thought and I put my weed on top of it and took a hit and apparently just the stuff underneath it messed me up like so bad that I thought when I was in the backseat with a car full of people when we went down like I thought we went we drove like a mile and then they all got out and then some evil people got in and I was like yelling oh no Get away from me. You're all crazy. <laughs> and then I finally started coming to. I was like, have we even left? Like, no. Literally, you just took a hit of your vibe, but then you started yelling at us. I was like, oh, I'm throwing that away. <laughs> that is awful. <laughs> well, yeah, it's because it's... It's I crazy. mean, it's a synthetic marijuana. I mean, it's just... it's Honestly, it's an original intent was to be um, like an incense. Mm -hmm. Because... Marijuana is the nastiest smelling shit in the world. I don't know who in the hell ever would want to burn something that smells like it in there. I was like, you know what my house is lacking? Marijuana. Smelling like a skunk. Yeah. yeah. I want it to stink horribly in here. What could I do? <laughs> oh, there's K2 spice. Let's put that. Oh, God. Anyway. Dumbest thing ever. <laughs> but then people are like, well, you know what? It smells like marijuana. Let's see if it'll get me out. Well, it does something. Uh, it, it definitely doesn't smell like marijuana at all. It smells like incense. It smells awful. It's horrible. Um, but he had smoked that. Um, and then they say that um, shampoo was found covering the floor. Cardboard was wedged under the cell door to make it difficult for someone to enter. And there were drawings in blood on the walls showing unfinished pyramid and the all-seeing eye of God with the word Illuminati written in capital letters underneath. Um, the drawings were references to the Nation of Gods and Earths. Um, it's a black supremacist movement, I guess. Hernandez learned about the Nation of Gods and Earths, a movement influenced by Islam through hip-hop culture while in prison. Um, he also expressed an interest in Christianity, telling fellow prisoners that we all have Jesus Christ inside of us. Unreal. Oh, and then if, if you go down, some people are saying that um, some people came forward after his death um, and said that when they were in high school together that they had like um, had secret homosexual relationships. And I don't, I don't know. When people come out and say a bunch of stuff and there's no... The, Way the people can't the defend fact. themselves. Yeah, and, I can't stand on that. Right. So I, I, don't, I don't think any of... I don't know. I have no, absolutely no idea. Um, I heard he hung himself just so his... Because he had a girlfriend and a kid, I'm pretty sure. I thought he hung himself because he was hoping that he would they, they would get the insurance money or something. Something like that. And it ended up not happening, so he hung himself for no reason. Um, so he, that could be... I didn't see that in any of this reading, but... Um, 
I kind of recall something like that. So, and I do know that then there's more stuff because then there's the brain damage stuff, right? So anybody that ever played football um, that at this level, right? Anytime that they die, basically now, if their brain is intact, then scientists want to study it. Um, so that's what everybody's, then there's a lot of people saying that the CTE, the chronic traumatic um, encephalology, I can't even say the word, um, but CTE, um, and they're saying that his, he was stage three of four and, um, he had a classic case of pathology and, um, which is weird because I was going to talk about another one, uh, another case and it's the same exact thing. I mean, that what they say right here is almost verbatim what they said about Junior Seau, um, with his brain. Um, so I don't, I don't have any idea, right? So, I mean, I'm not a scientist, but I just know that when people are now looking for reasons as to why did Aaron Hernandez do this, and now they're saying, you know, all these different things. So, um, there's paranoia, here's sexuality because he was possibly homosexual, and then there's the brain damage, so, you know. So, there's all kinds of, like, we have to figure out why. He was successful. He's crazy successful, so what led to this? And I think that's what everybody's really curious about. So that's where it's like, well, it wasn't just that he was, you know, kind of a piece of crap, right? Mm-hmm. So we're not, we're, we yeah. don't want to say that, right? Because he was crazy successful. He's this football player, you know, everything else. And I'm like, well, I, I kind of chalk it up. To maybe he was just kind of a bit of a piece of shit, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. so I don't know. But again, I'm not a scientist. So... But he didn't make a lot of good choices. And they started at like 17. So, and probably before that, it's just those are the documented cases. When he was 17 mm-hmm. and he was getting into trouble and he's in college. Yeah. Right? So, but who knows what kind of stuff wasn't just brushed under the rug when he was a kid. Um, and he's in Connecticut, but he's like a superstar on the football field. And I, I would probably put more of it into that. He was a superstar since like probably a freshman in high school when he's dominating. Then he gets bigger than everybody, and then he's dominating everybody. And then it's like, I mean, how often have we seen that when you're big and you're like, chances of like, you're you're a one in a million person. You're an anomaly on the football field. You're going to be going to play college football. Then you you looking at you from high school we see a reasonable that you'd be in the NFL someday, right? And that guy, if, if he does something, you know, gets into a fight outside of school. But, I mean, he's just treated like a rock star everywhere. He never gets in trouble. Uh, they're just like, oh, it'd be okay. Yeah, he starts know, feeling just, entitled the whole time. 100%. <clears throat> and yeah. then, right. And then he does he pushes his limits too much when he's in college. And now he's paranoid because... They're going to take all my money. All this stuff could go away because I keep getting into trouble. Eventually, I, I've taken it too far. Eventually, I'm going to get into trouble. And mm-hmm. he finally does. And then he goes to prison for it. And then he hangs himself. And it's just odd. I mean, it's a it's a crazy, crazy story. Um, we touched on everything. We I mean, we kind of covered everything pretty well. But Yeah, I think so. But the documentaries are really good. Um, they're fantastic. I watched multiple ones. And it is crazy. They go really into depth with it. Um it's crazy. And it's sad because, I mean, he did. He was, sounds yeah. like he was pretty much a rock star on pretty the Pretty young, field. too. <clears throat> Very waste, young. Waste your life doing all that. Right. Very young. And then end up committing suicide 
you know, in his cell. I don't know, it's just horrible. So, but that kind of leads us right in. We'll just kind of touch a little bit, kind of briefly on Junior Seau. Now, Junior Seau's, uh, this is, you know, cracking crime, which we haven't been cracking a whole lot today, but we've been <laughs> chatting. But, you know, Junior Seau, um, later on in his life, when he was superstar Junior Seau, he did get charged a couple of times, or he got looked at for domestic assault. Now, you can't find a whole lot about it, but they're saying that that stuff was starting to kind of happen to him. So, I mean, he did do some things, uh, but the the craziest thing about Junior Seau is that the, I mean, he ended up committing suicide as well. And he's he was a freaking rock star, dude. If, if you watched NFL at all in the 90s, Junior Seau was one of the best linebackers who ever played the game. And he was just unbelievable to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, played for the Chargers, and then... Also, at some point, he ends up playing for the Patriots. That's where he was at when he retired, was the Patriots. So, um, it was probably Bill Belichick. He probably had to sign paperwork that he would, you know, commit crimes after he <laughs> retired and stuff. Because that's a Bill Belichick thing. I think. I I mean, I'm, I don't know. It could be Bill Belichick. Slightly biased. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they did say. So, he ends up. So, Junior Seau, okay, well, let's just jump into him. He's born in 1969. Um, he dies in 2012, not long um, after he had retired. Um, so Patriots were, I think, 2006. Here, let me jump into his actual stats. So let's see. He's from Oceanside, California, plays college football at USC. Um Goes to the Chargers in the 1990 NFL Draft. Placed for them for 13 seasons. So, I mean, 03. Um, led them to Super Bowl, or was playing with them when they went to the Super Bowl. Um, I'm not doing that math. Um, I'm guessing it was 01. Oh, that could be. The Patriots went then he was the... traded. He was traded to the Dolphins. He spends three years with the Dolphins. He spent his last four seasons with the Patriots. Um, and then after his retirement, his number 55 was retired by the Chargers. He's inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, so and then 2012 is where he commits suicide. Um, but it's kind of crazy, right? So the Patriots, um, he retires in 06. He had 69 tackles um, before breaking his right arm while making a tackle in a game against the Chicago Bears. Uh, he was placed on the injured reserve. He re-signs in 07 with the Patriots. He was one of the captains. Um, and then he was... Yeah, he was part of the... <laughs> This is 07 against the Giants when they lose to the Giants. Um, and then 08, 09, he's still on there. He had 14 tackles. Um, then he retires in 2010. Hmm. Yeah. Um, starts a restaurant then after football. Um, or I guess he opened it in 96. It closed in 2012, two weeks after his death. Um but it was a very successful restaurant. Um, what's the name of it? Seau's the restaurant. Hmm. 
Yeah. Um, also had a clothing line of uh, Say O.W. Gear. So say Al gear. That's awesome. Okay. Um, so let's see. He's got some, he's got a bunch of family that's playing football. I don't think any of them were as popular or were as dominant as he was. Um, but he ends up shooting himself in the chest. Um, so he, he's found... Um, there was also, let me see, where he, because he got into trouble. No, I'm not seeing that. It's crazy, though. So he, he sustained minor injuries in October of 2010 when his SUV plunges down a 100-foot cliff in Carlsbad, California, um, only hours after he was arrested for domestic violence, following an incident reported um, with his girlfriend at their home in Oceanside, California. Seau stated that he had fallen asleep at the wheel um, and he was never charged in the domestic incident. Um, so... And then it looks, so it looks like he was married and then he got a divorce, then he was married, he got divorced, then he, this was his, um, yeah. So, anyway. So then, his death, they said that there was, uh, he had like lyrics to a song, um, he had, he didn't leave a suicide note, but he left a piece of paper in the kitchen of his home with lyrics that he scribbled from his favorite country song, Who I Ain't. Um, the song was co-written by his friend, Jamie Powlin, uh, describes a man who regrets the person he has become. Um, so, he, apparently, another former NFL player, Dave um, Dorson, shot himself in the chest and left a suicide note requesting that his brain be studied for brain trauma. So they were thinking that it was the same thing. Like, he had never had any reported concussions, but his ex-wife said that, oh, he had had plenty of concussions in his career, but he had apparently never had any that were, like, recorded or whatever. Hmm. Uh, but he apparently would always bounce back, and then he'd just keep on playing. He was a warrior. He didn't let them stop him. Um, he had insomnia for the last seven years of his life. Um, he was taking Zolpidem and Ambien, um, a prescribed drug commonly prescribed for sleep disorders because he mm. couldn't sleep. And they were saying that was possibly from the concussions. So there's some things like, why did he do it? Why did he shoot himself in the chest instead of in the head? Well, because he wanted his brain to be studied possibly. And again, I have no idea. I'm not a, I'm not a scientist. Um, there's not a ton on that, but I know I was really surprised because I was a huge Junior Seau fan growing up. Like whenever I'd play any of the Madden games, anything like that, dude. Mm -hmm. If you pick the Chargers, your defense was unstoppable with Junior Seau on yeah. it. I mean, you could stop anybody. I remember playing with Junior Seau too. I yeah, like him. he was a stud. So it's too bad that this led there to him, and he, you know, I, I don't think a lot of people were saying a ton of bad things about him. He wasn't getting into all kinds of other things. Mm -hmm. It was more the end there after retirement. You know, so I don't know what kind of things he was going through. There's, but nobody really had a bad thing 
to read about Junior Seau. Mm-hmm. It's just too bad. So it is sucks. Sad um, story. His legacy, he's been. I mean, his number's been retired. Um, he was inducted into the Hall of Fame not not long after his death, and you know, I think it was 2015 was when he went into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So, really good football player. Too bad that that story ended that way. So, mm-hmm. um, all right. Well, this one hasn't been a lot of cracking. A lot of cracking. Next time. Yeah, next time. Um, we'll do some funny state ones or something next time. Yeah, we like going back and forth. This one's been informative. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of crime in this one. Interesting so, stories. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you guys. Go check us out, all of our social media. Make sure that you're giving us five stars if you guys listen, wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, I got to pee so bad. <laughs> I chugged a bottle of water before I came over here and then that beer. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> so, remember to do that. Check us out everywhere. Go check remember us out to go on pee. Patreon. When you got to pee, go pee. You know? Just That's right. Don't hold it. <laughs> Just go. All right, guys. Thank you, guys. Check us out. You know, next week or whenever we do the next one. Thank you. <clears throat>